0: Welcome to the Superconscious Success
1: Podcast, where Jen and her Superconscious Success family co-hosts bring you valuable content each and every week on topics relating to manifestation, spirituality,
0: and most of all, using your superconscious to manifest success in all areas of your life. Now on to today's episode. Hey there, Superconscious Success fam, welcome back to another episode. Thank you so much for joining me. If you are a little bit confused, then this episode is actually emerging from mine and Carl's Your Spiritual Shift, which was a, a different podcast that we actually ran not too long ago. I've decided to merge it with the Superconscious Success podcast as a new segment. So any episode moving forward will actually be a part of the Superconscious Success podcast now if you are wanting to know anything about ascension about spirituality about manifestation about law of attraction we even have channeling episodes in there if you're interested in all of that figuring out how you can actually transcend how you can actually move from 3d to 5d and so much more then this segment is the one that you're going to be wanting to go to so thanks so much for joining us in this episode and we'll catch you soon
2: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast, Your Spiritual Shift. I'm Carl Gruber, and alongside my co-host, Jennifer Matthews, we bring you some amazing guests and teachers all about things dealing with non-dualistic true spirituality, with emphasis on the principles of the Modern Spiritual Guide, A Course in Miracles. Now, before we check in with Jennifer and today's featured guest, please take a moment to click the subscribe button below so that you never miss a single episode of this show. Now, here's Jennifer Matthews to introduce our guest.
0: Thanks so much, Carl. Now, our amazing guest today is Tamara Calder-Richardson. She's from South Carolina in the US and is a self-described evidential psychic medium and messenger from heaven. Now, since a very young age, she's had the spiritual gifts of clairvoyance, remote viewing, mediumship, Astral travel and even channeling. She's ha- she has experienced the healing, guidance, and divine protection of powerful archangels around her in her six near-death experiences and throughout her life. Yet, with all of this, Tamara has managed to own and operate a very successful career as the owner of an advertising agency, a boutique owner, and finally opening up her gifts, a trance channel for Jesus, known as a Southern Bell medium. Here's Tamara Calder Richardson. Hey, Tamara, how are you?
1: Oh, gosh, hey, Jenna that was beautiful. That's like the best I've ever heard. Hey, Carl, thank you hey. both for having me here. Thank you so
0: much for being here. Now, you have had the most amazing life to this point in time. You've been an owner of an ad agency, a boutique owner, a martial arts practitioner, um, an ordained minister, medium, trance channel. Geez, what haven't you done? (laughs) Uh, We've read your (laughs) story.
1: We've
0: read your story. (laughs) We understand. Uh, Your abilities to connect with beings in the unseen realm started at a really young age. Can you go through your story and let us know how you came to be where you are today?
1: Oh, that's that's very sweet. Uh, Sure. And I I just want to tell you again, thank you so much for uh, asking me because you two have wonderful, beautiful energy. So um, thank you. You only so that's a compliment that you have me because it's a reflection of you. So thank you. Um, you know, I wish I could say like some people, you know, did you try to do, you know, honestly, I, 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 I fell into everything I didn't uh, probably kicking and screaming, but I literally everything was just, um, it, well, you know, God has a plan for all of us. So it's like, it just, I wasn't really, uh, seeking anything. I just followed my path. I do believe that my six year death experiences did open me, open me up to the higher level spiritual things. And if you, the the connection to Yeshua, uh, that, that's kind of always been in place, but it's really heightened. I really never thought I would talk publicly about me talking to him. I really mm. didn't. I just never thought that's kind of personal. I never really thought that would come out, but it was in March of 2020 <laughs> that he came to me and he said, I want you to carry my messages. And I went, no, I don't feel comfortable with that. <laughs> and then he, then he that was the 17th and then he gave it a day. And then he asked me again on the 19th. And he said, I, I, I have something I want you to tell people. And I want you to go on YouTube and I want you to tell them. And I'd never really been on YouTube or anything like that. Uh, I'm not exactly, you know, shy. I mean, I've had you know, my advertising business, I've, I've done public speaking. I've done afterlife, um, uh, speaking on the afterlife. I've done these things I've taught. I've taught the Edgar Casey mediumship. And I, 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 it's not like I haven't done it. But as you know, having a podcast and looking in the camera is totally different. And people don't understand that. And I actually came from, Carl, a radio and a broadcast family. My dad was a DJ and editorial announcer. So I used to go in as a kid and do that. But it is, and that's different too. It does help all these skills. But I, I did, I didn't know much about the YouTube, and I wasn't really sure what he was going to send me through me. I mean, not that I didn't trust <laughs> him, but uh, I told him no twice, and then on the twentieth, he asked me again, and he says, "I really want you to do this," and and I'm like, "I don't even have a YouTube channel." He said, "I'm sure it's not that difficult to figure out." So I ended up saying yes in the third time because I just couldn't bear you know, seeing him at some point later on and that he, that I said, no, I mean, he'd probably mm. be okay, but I did, I said, don't you have other people? Certainly you got a lot of people, you know, <laughs> and so, um, <laughs> it's, it's part of my soul's growth. I believe too, you know what I mean? You know, he can do that, you know, where it includes yeah. you, Carl, me, other people, you know, so I did. And that came out March 22nd of my birthday, uh, 2020. So it was sort of like, Thanks. Thanks for my life. I'll do this for you, and so I did. And I remember when I first did the the channeling with him. I hate that because I'm gonna, you know, I can go into a trance instantly, but I look weird. I think I look weird. I can go into lighter levels of trance where I'm talking to. I can do conscious uh, channeling, and since then I can go right into him. I can go right in. (laughs) You're like, does he have a message? uh, I mean, we can do that later, but I can. I can go right. I, I I don't know why I can. I have no idea. Uh, I guess because I talk to them all the time and just yeah. hear him tel- telepathy wise. But, but when I did this, there were 75 people in the Zoom. I was live on YouTube, did not have a clue. And I did not feel comfortable doing it because it was very open. And then people started asking personal things, and that really bothered me. And the second time was similar. And I said, I, I feel like it, this should be for everybody. Uh, Mm. people are kind of selfish. I don't really like this. And he said, don't worry about it. Once you just sit down, I'll write it out to you and then you can speak it. You don't have to go into the thing and you can just read it off and go over. But he would give me also scripture, which embarrassingly to say, I didn't really know what they were. I just, he would say first Peter blonde. I'm like, okay. You know, and I'd write down three to five of these things with the message. And later on, I went back and would review it and it would be exactly what the message said, which was totally cool to me. But That's he had awesome. a limited amount. Yeah, he had a limited amount. And, and of course, it's the things you would think it would be. But he talks differently than I do. It's much um, more, it's, it's uh, softer. And it's also one thing, can I mean, multiple things. And he loves talking about flowers a lot. But he talked about he wanted to be everybody's best friend. He didn't really care about The the whole religion thing like doesn't mean anything to him. No, he's like it's like doesn't even register. Uh he's like everybody and he wanted to say that he's everybody's best friend and not to listen to man because man will lie to us and twist things around. And it was important that you talk to him directly and let him tell you things because he loves talking to people. Mm -hmm. So he encourages that. And a lot of it's just interesting because I just got off a podcast someone was interviewing me about this and it was course in miracles and it was similar stuff he's told me and he said everybody yeah and that's the thing like a course in
0: miracles is based around the non-dualistic spirituality hey Maya that's his cat (laughs) um is based on is based on um, non-dualistic spirituality and you know there is a difference between that and religion, and I think this is where where people do get confused. And so we we like to classify ourselves as spiritual but not religious, and um, based on the Your Spiritual Shift brand. But I think that Jesus, um, I think everything that you've just said is just quite amazing. And and I could understand I could understand in your podcast interview yesterday. Was it yesterday that you had the podcast interview? Or was that the one you just came yeah, off of?
1: Yeah, yeah, I just came off of that at like 4.30. And then I'm like, okay. And the link wouldn't clink. And then the computer shut down. <laughs> Thanks, Mercury Retrograde. <laughs> and I'm no, like, okay. it. it all works out. We just have to laugh and roll with it. But uh, but yeah, I just came off of that. And, that's and it, cool. was it is cool. So, so that's um, So I guess I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we're talking about a course of miracles, and and how this is. I just talked about that, and here we are again. So Jesus obviously wants this message out. <laughs> oh, but that's
0: what I was going to say. So that so that was the message that he came to to get you to tell people is that we need to be talking directly to him rather than listening to to man as such.
2: Well, I do want yeah. to point out real quickly, just for the viewers and listeners here. Uh, I think a, pe- a lot of people don't know that the name Jesus and Yeshua are interchangeable yeah. because mm-hmm. even Gary Renard, mm-hmm. one of the greatest teachers of the ACIM in the world, he he says in his books, Yeshua was his name in, when he was alive. Uh, so yeah, if she says Yeshua, she's talking about mm-hmm. Jesus. Jesus, we're talking about Yeshua. But um, I do want to ask you this, Tim. Um, You have had six near-death experiences, NDE. I mean, don't you ever get to the point where... Enough with the NDEs. Can't we just do this while I'm alive? You yeah, know, I mean, uh, what a, what an amazing experience! I mean, the one I read about when you were five—that well, that was your first one, right?
1: Uh, no, I had one, uh, which I didn't really know was a NDE, but I had a prenatal, and that's where I saw oh. uh, my mom pregnant with me and was losing blood and was losing me, and uh, the whole conversation and what happened. And that was considered one. I was really not concerned about myself. I was just had a lot of love and concern for her. But uh, I guess the the one that, you know, kind of really kicked it off was three. And and then I have one at three, four, 10 and 28. And the one at three, I was playing with my cousins in a anabellum type home and we were playing hide and seek and there was a dresser and under the dresser she was downstairs I was upstairs and she was counting and I was trying to hide I'm squealing like hey you know trying to find a place and I'm jumping around and under the dresser was a nail hammered in and it went through when I jumped it went I was jumping pretty hard <laughs> it went through the skull of my skull uh, oh, yeah and I was oh, bleeding yeah. I just I, I thought it was water and then I just passed out and uh, I, I, I mean, it, I, I didn't know what it was, it was so fast. And I always, you know, kid and say that if you want to connect uh, immediately to God through your crown chakra, that will do it. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it did it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> So, um, and I think a lot of the head injuries too, but after that, uh, that happened, I mean, I saw, I had an angelic experience with Uriel. I didn't know at the time, any of this stuff, um, but later on, I kept hearing Uriel and I knew that was my guardian angel, which means um, she's an archangel. He, she, Mm. um, the fire of God, but there was a, uh, I saw myself above my body, all of that. And I could see myself above my body, but I could see in every room. I could see outside all at the same time. And I could see beings of light come into the house. Uh, I felt like they were there for support. I knew them, but I didn't know who they were. I mean, after all, I'm a little over three. You know, I don't know too mm-hmm. many people. And I'm seeing this being, it looks nine or 10 feet tall, uh, very bright. And it felt a very holy presence, their hands over my head. So I felt like they were healing my head. And then... Uh, I heard this is not your time you have much to do and then I was right back in my body feeling all the pain and everything that came with it and then I, I literally had a hole in my head <laughs> had two years it feels like there's a joke somewhere but because your skull you have to let it grow back naturally yeah you, know, you you can't you know there's no way to really you know let you know that that's just the only way and so I started seeing spirit people at three and they look like us you know, mm-hmm. they look like us, and uh, I, I really didn't have anyone to talk to, and then about these things. And to me, I thought they were normal. I didn't find out later on that none of this was considered normal. And then at four, my mom was <laughs> dating this this radio guy. She just had to have this man <laughs> and <laughs> these DJs, these radio people, and she just had her. You know, it was the it was the hot. You know, most he was the hottest happening thing going on in her small town in Hickory, North Carolina. And so she wanted me to meet him because at this point I'm born, the The wedding with my real dad was shotgun. I think it lasted two weeks. They're just young. So she went back home with my grandparents, which, which is a cool deal because they had, you know, they had money and things and they fed me good. So that was fine. Uh, but she wanted to create her own life as a young woman uh, and, you know, and have a family. So she wanted me to meet him. on that particular day that that we set up uh it was like a day date so he could meet me it was just bad weather it was it had been snowing it was icy i mean really nobody was out but she wanted to go anyway my grandmother was very hesitant about this she didn't think we should go and we went and had pizza we went and had ice cream i don't know why (laughs) in the winter but we did and uh, then we went back to his radio station channel one and why they were talking they were in another room. They were actually arguing. They were in another room because she wanted to get married. He wanted to wait till he had more money. And I was in—I was in a room saying, "Hey, you can pick all the—you know—all the albums out that you want." And so when we left, they were, just got through arguing. And he's like, "I'm not ready yet." And so when he—she was ready to get out of the house. Uh, she was ready to move on. And he wanted to wait to prepare more. And so when they left, it wasn't a mile down the street and he was, he was speeding. I mean, he was speeding. It was, it was packed ice. So he ended up at the car turned around 180. We hit a tree and I was, it was those old cars, a Pontiac where they had the big seats in the front. So mm-hmm. I ended up going through the, the windshield and it, it, um, soon as I had the impact, I was thrown out of my body at that moment. I didn't feel any pain. Um,
2: that's the mm. good news. When you have this
1: kind of thing happen, I, I didn't, I, I was just out and I perceived being in a black tunnel. Uh, although it was, it could have been, you know, a portal. I don't know what it was, but it felt like a tunnel. And then at the end of the tunnel, uh, Jesus was coming. He was kind of just floating toward me uh with his hands stretched out and he had the holes in him which we didn't grow up. I didn't have any, my grandmother, I mean, she loved, um, she loved Christ and she, Mm. you know, went to her church. She was very spiritual too, but my mom didn't talk about it, you know, stepped up. We didn't really, didn't really raise, really heavily about anything I didn't Mm. even know honestly at that point I didn't even know the whole crucifixion story honestly I didn't know any of that (laughs) but he came toward me to have the holes and he had people behind him that I felt as though they were my family but he told me I had to go back and I said I can't and he said you can and you will and so I didn't go to the really higher levels then but when I came back I did see like a rip to the right side like a rip in. I don't know the universe, time, dimension. I don't really know, but it looked like it looked it looked like I guess it was like a god portal, like creation. But it was not scary. It was amazing. It was uh, light and it almost fiery and orangey. And then beside of it was my angel Uriel, which also had those colors. And then in the front, I saw them taking the car out in the front. And I'm still above. I'm still not really in my body. I'm just kind of hovering mm-hmm. around, and then I'm looking behind and I'm seeing this uh, fire station, which was closed that day, but there was a lot of firemen standing around m- wearing old tummy costumes, like because they were spirit people. Mm-hmm. And I saw like two, three hundred spirit people like hanging out outside. And then one lady leaned in; nobody could see her but me, and she leaned in. She goes, "Hi, <laughs> I'm Judith. I'm Judith Hefner. Your grandmother's friends with my mom." and she uh, has a jewelry store, and blah, 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 and started talking, and she had, like, a little pillbox hat, and so all these different dimensions are going on, and then where we hit the tree, you've got the scene of these good old boys removing, they had a wagon here, they're trying to ch- a chain and pull the front of the car that's wrapped around the tree out, but then in front of that, then you've got a Native, <laughs> a Native American woman and guy that's, has a she has a baby and they're like they have a fish on a stick cooking it and then I'm seeing people in the 1800s walk by now this is nobody's out so you had like
0: you had like four or five dimensions happening at once
1: yeah and I yeah exactly now were they just something I was seeing into from another dimension maybe were they all happening layered on top of this maybe I don't really know exactly I'm seeing all these different dimensions. Uh, and so I think that this is a lot about who we are, um, that we're a lot more than just this physical realm.
2: Absolutely. I, I have to ask this, and and I'm just wondering, Tamara, are you willing or comfortable with uh, channeling and bringing in uh, Yeshua and Jesus with us right now?
1: You know, I love him so much. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I don't mind at all, but I want to tell you, this is the really good one. Okay. So this is the really good one. This is the good one. So when I was five, um, we ended up moving, my mom, uh, married this man and he was, um, trying to get papers to adopt me. Right. So we moved to Raleigh, North Carolina to the radio station, WKIX, and we were there and I got very, very sick. And I, I started having, um, well, there was a lot of sexual abuse going on. And when my mom would take off and work temp jobs, it was just horrible. And I tried to tell her I didn't want to be alone, you know, with this mm-hmm. guy. And but I was a little kid, so I didn't really have the words. And so uh, I would pray a lot uh, to Jesus, and I would say, "I really need your help." And I used to say, "Can you kill him?" But I didn't know killing was bad. Then I started feeling after a while, "Gee, I think this isn't good." You know. <laughs> and then I said, "Well." all right, Uh, I guess that's not good, right? I just want to stop it. Well, you can take me. That's fine. I don't mind. Just take me instead. It's not a big deal. So I had strep throat. I was very ill. We were staying in some new apartments and it got really bad within a couple of days. They didn't take me to the doctor or anything. My fever got up to uh, 103.9. It got worse than that. That's where it was at that point. And my mom called the hospital and they said, put me in ice. They did that awful. Uh, When you're freezing, you don't want to be in ice. And then she cleaned me up, put me to bed and within an hour, soaking wet, and I was half conscious. So finally, she said, we've got to take her to the doctor. He used his actual radio car that had the insignias on it and all that. And at the time, that was the night. I mean, it's just, it's just crazy. If you think about it, it's the night that Martin Luther King was assassinated. So you weren't allowed to go out. I'm from the Mm. South. So there were riots, there were problems. Like you, it, yeah, it was not good. And so they had national guards everywhere, like checkpoints, you couldn't go. And so we had to go out. so we stopped at the first and, and they said, oh, you know, what's your problem, sir? You know, so she my daughter's, she's dying. And so she, he called ahead to, the, to all the other barricades and to the hospital. So when we got to Rex Hospital in Raleigh, I had like a whole team waiting to get me, but I died on the way um, to the hospital, but I was above my body looking at all the fires and I was just kind of really mildly interested. And so when we get to the hospital, I'm still above and I'm wa- just observing and watching all this. But when we they take me into this, um, it looks like surgery room, but they clock me in at 15 minutes, uh, DOA, code blue. But then they worked on me for a couple hours. Uh, They kept losing my pulse. My lungs collapsed. So uh, I was on and off dead for two hours. Uh, Jesus resurrected me though. So, you know, it's all good. (laughs) He can do that kind of stuff. Thank goodness.
0: Thank goodness.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's no stopping him. So I would look, I'm, I'm zooming around the hospital, looking at candy machines, talking to people. Uh, that can see me. Cause you know, if you're half, if some people are not in a good way in a hospital, you know, they're mm-hmm. not going to, they're, they're not going to, they're not going back home. They could see me. And yeah. then I, I thought like, I thought I was an angel and I thought this is really great. And then I would go back and check on my body and they were pumping goop out. Well, my mom never told me any of this stuff. I actually approached her a couple of years ago and I said, is there something you want to tell me? And she didn't want to talk about it. And maybe she feels guilty for letting it get that far. I don't really know. I said, it's all okay. It all worked out. Don't worry about it. But um, I would go back and check. And then finally I went back in and everybody's crying and they had put a sheet over me. They put a sheet over me Mm -hmm. and then they left the room and there was two spirit people in there. One was, well, they were Catholic. I knew that because they were holding rosaries. I mean, I didn't know. Mm -hmm. I didn't know. I knew there were a certain kind of religion. I might not even know the word Catholic back then, but I knew that and they were standing together and the woman, there was a man and a woman and the woman said, and she was dressed like a nun and she said, blessed are the innocent. And I was like, why do they seem so upset? <laughs> what I was thinking, but it was really cool. I found out recently that that older hospital on the premises, Rex, I actually got a picture and everything used to be a Catholic hospital. So I thought that was cool. And so uh, okay. then I'm looking in that neat, but they were spirit people. So they really took their job seriously. So then I looked down and I'm not in that place, that room, that hospital room, I'm in this um pasture. It looks like a really pretty park. And I look down and the most amazing persons in front of me, (laughs) Yeshua's holding my hand and he's holding, he's kneeling down. He's holding my right hand and he has the most beautiful. I mean, he's got great teeth. I don't know why they don't ever show his teeth. His teeth look (laughs) really good. And he's got dimples. Like he's really handsome, you know? And so he's looking at me and I went, you're that man I talked to because my grandmother told him told me I should talk to him, you know, and thank yeah. goodness I do that. Anyway, uh, he said, he, he thought that was funny. He goes, yeah, he goes, I am. And so I saw kids playing in the pasture on like a uh, roundabout and they would, you know, push and, I, and he said, you have to go back. And I said, well, they're here. So I, why can't I stay? He thought that he laughed a lot. He thought that was funny. And he said, no, you really have to go back. And I said, no, I'd rather be here with you. And so uh, he said, I have something to give you. And I said, uh, a toy, because you now I'm five years old. I mean, yeah. where mm-hmm. it is. I said, a toy. And he thought that was funny too. And he took, he had on a white robe with a uh, blue sash, but it was very humble. It was nothing fancy. And then he took off a part of his rope. It looked like a woven straw belt and he put it around my left wrist. And he said, um, much is given, uh, uh, see, much is given. Uh, and much, much you'll give through. And then he started talking about through you, you were covered in my protection, wisdom, and love. through the big things, the small things will be accomplished. And through the small things, the big thing, see, the big things will be done. Well, I, I got that backwards mm-hmm. through the small things, uh, the big things will be accomplished. And through the big things, the small things will be acknowledged. That's it. Mm-hmm. And, then, yep. um, and then he, Uh, I was kind of begging pretty heavy (laughs) to stay with him, And then he said, but your mother needs you. And I said, why? And he said, "Uh, she'll be fine. That's what I said. She'll be fine. And he said, "Um, no, you've got more love in you than she has for herself. And I said, so what am I supposed to do? He said, you're supposed to show her love. I said, I don't know how to do that. He goes, well, that's something I know a little bit about. And there's no right or wrong way to do that. He said, you'll figure it out. And so he did say I could stay a while longer and I was actually in an induced coma three days. And I don't know how long I actually was there with him though, like in heaven years, I don't know. And we walked around and as he walked, uh, the grass had a life of its own. The grass, first of all, it was real soft. Everything was really pretty. The colors were amazingly vibrant, but as he walked, it's like each blade of grass was praising him, like gratitude and then the petals on the, uh, the flowers and the trees and the clouds. And I was even going, Hmm, that does he know they're all kind of following you? <laughs> and <laughs> when you asked, I could ask him anything I wanted. So I asked him things like, what is his place? What is energy? How do things work? I just asked him, you know, I don't know. Some of the stuff probably was stupid that I asked. And then he began to tell me something so we can sit in front of this tree which looks much like your tree behind you jen mm-hmm. it the, the big it's it blossomed oh, out it yeah mm-hmm. and then he said um which i didn't know about tree life and so i didn't know about any of that um but he said we can sit in front of this tree there was a boulder there a rock and he said but we don't eat from this tree and i'm thinking i'm not thinking about eating the tree uh, stuff but it looked like it looked like either dogwoods or Japanese cherry blossoms with little red grapes. And it was very pretty. And we sat there and he began to say that we manifest um, that things happen in heaven. They do things. He said, what, because anything you want to do, it's all here. Everything's a duplicate of what's here, there. He said, but without the decay and all, he said, everything's Hmm. here. If you want to go skiing, you can go skiing or whatever you want to do. And I said, okay. And he said, but you manifest through your thoughts, uh, which is your thought ways. he said, you manifest. And he said, you also through your words, you manifest it. I said, so you need to be mindful in your words you use. He said, it takes longer on earth and it's instant in heaven. I said, really, I want to try it. So I visualized this being in a little boat and we were in this little boat and then three little fish came up and he picked one up and talked to it and said, hello. And then he put it back down and he said, that's how we, that's how we fish in heaven. And so, um, but, and I find that's even more true than ever that our words, you know, that's why I try to speak life to people. I try to, I pray with everybody. Like, I don't care who they are. I like, just want to bless them. You know what I mean? I just want to mm-hmm. bless them. I have God just bless them and speak life to people. And, uh, cause it's, it's so, nobody turns that down a beautiful blessing of love, you know? So, uh um, With that, I was there, um, I don't know how long it thinks to her still coming out with that. But when I came back, he said, it's time to go back. And so when I went back, I sort of cheated. I didn't go back in my body. I still kept helping people in the hospital. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you went alive, so, (laughs) you know, you need to stay alive. Your baby needs you. You need to get pulled through this. You know, I don't know. And he's probably going, oh gosh, she doesn't listen. So there was this man named Dr. Tippin. And I think he used to be like the hospital administrator. He was bald. He had a little bow tie. And he said, little girl, you got to go back in your body. I said, no, it's going to hurt. (laughs) (laughs) So then Jesus just showed up. I need a t-shirt. And Jesus showed up and put some like, you know, fairy dust on her or something. And he said, "Um, it's time to go back in. And he said, I said, no, mm -mm, it's going to hurt. He goes, don't worry. I've already prepared it. As soon as he said that, I was back but he has been with me, um, since then. And I, it's kind of been a big, you know, secret, but the thing is everybody can have this. I mean, he just, he just loves to talk to people. And then yeah. I saw him in the flesh, July 17th, 2017th, going to a Hall and Oates concert. That was a trip. And I didn't expect, I mean, look, he can do anything. I didn't ask. I, I, I was shocked, but very, uh, pleasantly and euphorically. So, But I did. We were on the way going to a Holland Oates concert. And it usually doesn't get dark in the summer till like 9 p.m. So it was Mm -hmm. six, six fifteen, because we had to be at the concert at seven. So we're trying to find a parking place uptown Charlotte. So there's condos and things. It's not really moving that fast. So this happened for about three or four minutes. This this was like, I mean, it wasn't, I mean, I think that's a long time. So we're looking, my husband's looking to the left. I'm looking to the right. We're trying to find. know cheap parking that's not too far away and that's all i'm really thinking and out of the blue i'm looking to the right i like sit up straight and i I yelled out like a crazy person my lord (laughs) and then i start looking in the distance a tiny little figure in the middle of the road the 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 medium in the grass and i asked myself just in thinking he could have appeared in my bedroom. He could have been, why there? Why in the middle of the road? I mean, is there a statement there? And he was ahead. He wasn't behind. He was like far ahead. So it was like, you know what I mean? Is there like, why there did he, you know, Mm. he's ahead, you know, checking things out before me. Like, is there some significance? So as I get close to him, um, I can see him and I'm really checking him out. I am like, this, there's no way this can be Yeshua. There's absolutely no way. And I think this is just someone who really, really looks like him. That's all. And I said, it, 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 that, that's all it can be. So as I get closer, I'm staring at him. He has on modern looking clothes. And it's interesting, the clothes he had on, i had on my um, Seeking Heaven channel, with Sharon Millman, and she's seen him before in the flesh, he had on the same outfit for her. I'm oh, like, we wow. thought that was the funniest thing, but he had on a white tunic uh, top to his calves and it looked very pressed he looked very clean. And then he had a brown, green khaki pants and he had matching sandals, not Birkenstocks, not hippie sandals. With just two single straps of leather. Mm-hmm. And I could see as I got closer that him standing in the grass, the grass around his feet, I was looking to see if he was with anyone. And if he was looking at anything, yeah, he was looking at me the whole time. <laughs> That's what he was looking at. <laughs> <laughs> was like, I mean, I, I thought, well, I mean, I expected him to act like a person, you know, like, oh, he's with someone he's looking at something or looking at the car, you know, like we would look at cars or look at but he won. He was just looking at me. And so, yeah. and I thought, well, that's a coincidence. That's probably a coincidence. Maybe I look like someone, you know, I, I don't, you know, I can't register this. So as I get closer and I'm looking, I'm looking for markings. I'm thinking he's obviously, obviously has some tattoos somewhere. So I'm looking for that. I'm looking for jewelry. I'm looking for any of that. And as I get close, I can see he, he's tall. He's six foot, six foot one. He's muscular. He's lean, but he's muscular. And he looks really healthy and radiant and uh, great dimples, um, beautiful smile. His skin looked like he had a tan with uh, like high yellow in it. So it looked olive, you know, complected. He didn't really look like anything I've seen, to be honest. He didn't look, he didn't look Caucasian. He didn't look, I don't know what he looked like, but he just looks like himself. And then he had, his hair was brown with like caramel highlights and it was about three inches below his collarbone. But it looked really bouncy, like he should be in a hair commercial. Look really bouncy and clean. He looked super, super polished, like really polished. Mm. So much so, I thought this is a metrosexual hippie. This has <laughs> got to be a model. <laughs> we have so filming-
0: if, if we if we took the the images that that have been depicted in in human you know in the shows and that sort of thing is there a resemblance to what he actually looks like in because the description that you gave is very similar to a lot of the images that are out there but I'm just wondering how sort of close they came to that
1: okay so I'm just going to tell you Tamara's opinion okay yes we're just having fun And Mm -hmm. I know you would think, why I've asked him before, why does this even matter? He's like, why does this even matter? But he's really better looking. He's he's good looking. I mean, he is hot. I mean, (laughs) I hate to say that. God forgive me for I have sinned. But he is. He's absolutely stunning. And he had blue green eyes, but piercing. And he so when I got close up to him, at this point, I'm like gawking. Okay. So we're close, like I'm really close to this, you know to this person. So now I'm leaning over the back of my husband's seat, who's driving and luckily have a long dress on. I remember I still have pictures from that day. We had uh, a sundress with God mandalas all over it, which was so perfect for that day. Oh right? wow, cool! And, yeah. so, <laughs> and so it was like in blues and yellows, but I'm leaning over the seat. I'm literally, I don't even care because I've gone through everything. It could be like, like really fast in my head. And then all of a sudden I'm looking really close at his face and, and something. It, it was euphoric. I mean, I was hysterically crying and laughing at the same time. I was what they call, you know, they talk about it in the Bible. I didn't really know what that meant. I was in ecstasy. Yeah, it's like euphoric. It's beyond euphoric. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, I cried again. Yeah. My poor husband. But but yeah. And so I I'm looking at him, going <gasps> like I was. My whole body was shaking. So when I look at his face, you know, most people, if he was a real person, like we would expect, would look at me like, "What's wrong with you?" or laugh. He didn't. He looked right through me, and and in me, and the expression is one I've never seen on a human, never seen a human. I can only use the word to explain like babies and puppies or kitty cats, but he looked, he had the face of purity. Yeah. It was, it's so intense. I can't, he looked, he didn't have a, he didn't have a human, like, you know, I thought he had a little smirk or it wasn't, he just had it was holy. I mean, and yeah. I, it was just pure. peace, just
0: he, pure peace,
1: peace and yeah. love. And yeah. I've never, I, I actually I've never seen that on a human and he never flinched and he'd look right through me and, and like at me, like it was like, it, it, it was so all encompassing. And so I slapped my husband on his back and said, look, <laughs> and then <laughs> as soon as I did, I turned, he was gone. There's no yeah. way he could leave that fast, but he was solid. I saw the grass wrap around his feet and all of that and uh, you know the big question is why did he show up? you know and I, I don't really have an answer. It could be just could be a couple guesses could be something simple to say I love you. Uh, it yeah. could be maybe to bump up my faith. yeah
0: Yeah. and maybe he's got maybe he's got yeah maybe he's got some more messages for you to be able to share now you wrote a book love from heaven now um is this is this what um I haven't had a chance to read it yet um but it's definitely something that I do want to do want to purchase and and read can you just tell us a little bit about
1: that book yeah, and don't worry about it when it when it, you two are amazing. Um, I'm still finishing up the end and doing some rewrites on it. And it's about my six near death experiences, love from heaven. And it's my six near death experiences, the gifts I received and the wisdom I learned. So I'll have wow. a lot of Jesus stuff in there. And I'll, I'll just give you copies when the time comes. Oh, to read that'd it. be
0: awesome. I look I forward to love, reading that.
1: I know yeah. you love Yeshua so much. So absolutely. But, um, So I think it's timely. I think, and one of those cool things, and it really reflects what, what you two are doing, uh, where you're totally point on what he wants right now. So after I did the Jesus speaks, I would post it on Facebook, not the whole message, just like, here's the link to this Mm. week or whatever. And I got taken down. And then I had this non-denominational Yeshua site where you would have people would, put things on there because I saw people or some people I came across were suicidal or upset or lonely or depressed. I thought this may help them feel better. So people would post things like songs or some like hmm. draw pictures, you know, and, and they went and they took all the Jesus picture down and all the things, all the scripture oh. and the two people would post. And I'm like, what? So I was really upset by this. I'm like, I don't understand. Like, I'm not controversial. I'm not. I mean, I, I don't talk politics. I let people do their thing. Um, you know, I didn't understand this. So Jesus told me it came, that was July that that happened. And I lost the Facebook account. Now I'm up because I have another computer, but I don't trust putting a lot of stuff on there. So he's, um, he said on YouTube and he said, put it up on YouTube in August. And I said, well, what is this thing? He gave me the name and he said it was uh, seeking heaven, and it was the whole thing. The near-death experience, another phenomenon. Because I told him I want to bring, you know, some of those people in. But he told me later what that meant: seeking heaven, see the King, He in heaven. And I and I put Aveen. I said, "What is avine?" And he goes, "One that descends from above to below." Did you know that? How cool is that? He said, "Look it up." You know, he was a rabbi. I goes, "Look it up." So. So see the king, he descends from above to below. And I was like, that is really cool. And that he told me cool. that like two, like a year and a half later, I was like, that is freaking cool. And so um, he said, I want all religions, all things, all mysteries. I said, what about Bigfoot? He goes, sure, go ahead. And he, <laughs> he, did, he did. And he said everything. And, and I said, well, and he said, I love everybody. And he said, it's, t- it's really time to pull everybody together. It's time. And I said, yeah. okay. He said, he said, but people this day in time love to be entertained. You can make them laugh. He said, you know, you'll still talk about me. You can't help it. He said, but just have different people on there. And I was like, okay. And then he said, uh, I said, well, he said them coming closer to my father is a step in the right direction. I said, well, that's true. And then I said, well, what about, you know, they, they, May, they may not know you he goes don't worry about it i'll handle that you know i'll figure that part out he said but just have this opening so he told me two weeks ago why he goes it was always you He has he has jobs for everybody it's awesome yeah he said because i know anything someone well on the whole on the whole let's say on the whole i'll put a disclaimer Then that anything that's pure like dogmatic christian but then i know Anything on the new age or like I could sit down and, and I could line your chakras up right now. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. there's nothing. I've had start. I know I'm all. I mean, the star seed seen UFOs. You know, even had Aster come through with Jesus on the Galactic Federation. Oh, you could have made this stuff up. But one of it's it's big world. But I can talk to both. And I usually I've been reading on uh mysteries and not dark paranormal stuff, but like Edgar Casey and things like this since. I've been like 12 years old. So I never thought it would be handy for any reason, but he wants to pull everybody together in love and unity. He said, now is the time. He said it's time. And yeah. so And I think something that I doing.
0: Yeah. And I think something that we've I've sort of like been saying is 2022 is the year that that we make the decision whether we're going to move to that 5D or, or we're going to remain where we are because it's it's I think this year in particular, you know, 222 two, two, if you do much on numerology um, is, you know, it's a year that of growth and it's the year that we're going to really be able to spiritually um, ascend if, if that's what we choose to do. And I think this is the year that we have to start to bring people together and it's the year that we have to start really showing them that there is nothing to fear, that fear is, fear is not, you know, because we're living in fear at the moment. We've got, we've got craziness going on around us. Mm. It's, you know, we're in a, we're in a state of, of, you know, people not knowing what, what to do, people being scared that something's going to happen. And this is when faith really has to come in and, and pull us together. So um, I know that Carl is itching to talk to Joshua. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, Yeshua's she yeah, was about well, to he yeah, said uh, you know mm-hmm. he said you've got a question
2: for him well i i just i have a lot of questions for him but you know jen just kind of hit on it with the bizarre craziness going on in the entire world what what advice does jesus uh have for us or any of the other teachers uh, on how to awaken from this nightmare and how to end it uh please yeshua let us know
1: I can't say this before I, 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 you know, what happens is I'll start talking and then it'll be more him. But mm-hmm. for right now, um, he's answered that he. I'm just real quick. Uh, I'm, I'm talking right now for a second. But three and a half years ago, he gave me a download. I woke up. But he's still talking. It's like 14 pages. And I'm like, and I won't go on to what it is, but it was kind of strange and unpleasant. <laughs> yeah, and We'll put it like that. And I went, why are you telling me this? This is Jesus. This is really weird. And he goes, yeah, it's me. Would you just write it down? Why would, why? did he? I said, why? What can I do about anything? He wanted me to know that he knew stuff that was happening three and a half years from now. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. He's timeless. Okay. And uh, he would not put us the way our God would not put us here now to set us up for failure. I'm going to absolutely. Be honest. That would not
0: I, I agree, 100. percent. Yeah, it
1: would not. And
0: happen. I I believe that there are lessons that that we are supposed to be learning during this time. And I've always said that since all of this started, um, I've seen such a greater connection um, with people and their higher self than and with source than i think i've ever seen there are more people that are starting to to transcend they're starting to really get in touch with who they are which we never because i find society we're so so busy all the time we're so busy doing this and doing that and doing this and doing that that we don't take time to sit down and connect and you know i've always said my one of my purposes is that of connection and Um, which is where i go into superconscious success. But I think that one thing that has come out of this whole experience is that people have started to really figure out who they are and what their purpose is in this world. And, you know, and I think that that's, if we can look at something positive that has come out of it, um, I think that 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 is one of the things. It's a big thing.
1: And what you Mm. just said it's really, really important. And yeah. uh, so, did you used to sell candles or essential oils before all this stuff happened?
0: No, I, I didn't. But I love them, and that's been okay. like a
1: <laughs> did like or have like a little shop set up. No, no, I haven't. Because, I would, because... I would... mm-hmm. go ahead. No, you go. But well, the reason that I'm saying is that I think that your path has taken a different direction because of all this, a much higher one. And you might not mm-hmm. have even connect it with Carl. And I certainly wouldn't be doing a podcast. I was doing things on, on stage, talking about my NDEs for these, these things like Southern Women's Show and I go to, uh, across the U.S. And I did, it was great because I, I did these, um, we had like 30,000 people a weekend. I did multiple things on stage and I could say, hey, you want to see? You want to see God working through people? Here you go. And it was just cool to me to see um, yeah. the Holy Spirit move through, and then the different, and then and then messages. It was beautiful. But I wouldn't have done all of that. Now I have networks of people all over the world. So yeah, I mean, I am I am faith. actually I am actually
0: a qualified naturopath. That's where I've that's where I've started. Oh, Anna, oh, okay, Anna Anna was, that was Yeah, okay and it was um probably 3 years ago that i went started i mean i've always been spiritual my my grandmother like yours was very religious um but my parents we we didn't so much go to church but i've always believed and i've also had a couple of of near death experiences as well which which is quite Quite interesting, but in saying that, um, a few years really. Ago, you're just brushing my... that over. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's look, it's um, nothing as intense as yours, but it it definitely did connect oh. me a lot deeper. Oh, to, you are, um... you're
1: both beautiful beings. Never, <laughs> they're all wonderful. Any experience yeah. you can have. Oh, absolutely. And so a few
0: years ago, I went through my awakening, and that's um, that's when I I really started to connect, and I started I gave up my naturopathy side. And I started to really delve into the spirituality and, and I haven't looked back and I have come across the most incredible people. I can't believe how amazing the people are that have come into my life um, throughout this whole experience. And, you know, like I said, I use my intuition. and Everybody is just is just beautiful, beautiful people. So I'm so blessed. Well,
1: you're, well, you're beautiful and you're listening. And I think <laughs> he likes people that listens because he really does want to help. And he also knows that, what he knows what we need and what would be a good fit. But I agree. And I think it's the people that I've been meeting all over the world, they're more like family.
0: Yeah, they absolutely. Feel
1: like part of my soul. And so uh as Jesus would tell me, he said, I'm getting the band back. So he's pulling all these <laughs> souls together that keep getting the band back. And then that's precious. But he's showing me that like there is a, um, um, a, a fog. It looks like a dark fog, like over planet Earth, right? Mm-hmm. And and, it's, and that's people's negative thoughts. That's yep. like all this um, gossip of news, any kind of news, wherever it is. They're there, they're there to make money from what news, right? So it's got to be you mm-hmm. know some kind of chaos or something. So I'm not saying that some of it isn't real, but they've got to really just drag it out. <laughs> and yeah. so you have all this stuff here around like a fog. But what I'm seeing is what's happening with light workers for the first time. They've never they they're they used to work more like a lone wolf. Mm-hmm. And now there's a there's this golden ground outside of this fog, and that's where our consciousness is gathering in our astral stra- straight, and we're Helping each other with a love vibration, and it's all—I mean, it's all Christ. You could say Christ consciousness is all Him, okay? And He's pulling together, and we're the ones that's help helping to heal this planet because we refuse for anything to take our joy and to take our our human triumph. But Carl wants to know what Jesus has to say, so let's see. I don't know. I don't know what He's got to say. you want me to see what he's got to say? I don't
0: know. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely.
1: Okay. Oh, he does want to say something real quick. You know, he talks to me all the time. He's talking about, um, he's saying real quick, he's just going um, to, and then he'll go into his thing and do this, but that um, he's proud of you both um, a lot and what you're doing. And he said that you don't realize that the, um, that I speak through you and that the, that the messages through just the conversations, how many people are turning on like light bulbs because of this. Mm-hmm. Um, also uh, real quick, he does want to mention something about, there's a, I'm not going to go too much into it, but he is acknowledging there is like a family conflict and I do believe it's with Jen about some sisters, some issues and maybe what you're doing and not really following suit or really getting what you're doing. He says, it doesn't matter. I know what you're doing and I love you just the way you are. Just send her love. Is oh, what she thank has. you. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so he says, don't, don't let that distract you. He goes, I'm working on her. Just it's okay. She's got a different way. That's all. And, um, and also he's saying about you real quick. Sorry. He just wants to give you messages. I don't know why. personal <laughs> awesome. ones, personal, personal messages. And then he will say his thing to everybody. Um, but he's talking, he's saying about, he's bragging about you. He dotes over people all the time, but he's talking he, about Carl. And he said that you're very good at, um, I don't know if you write music. It looks like poetry, but he's talking about, um, that, um, he wants you to be more comfortable and expressing yourself more in this way. Remember earlier I said about, I used to sing the, the Lord's prayer. I'm not telling you have to go do that. I'm just saying that there's something to the harmony of music. And even with like binary healing and all of that with, with sound, with your, your belief system, you, your personal, he says yours. He said, you know, he said, you, he said, you got it. That's what he's saying. You got it. He said, you know what you need to say, but he said it, instead of just saying it, he said, you could say it in a way that's I, I want to say melodical. Okay. Yeah. Like chords. And he said, uh, and I feel like you don't even have to be like uh, a whole bunch of musicians. You probably do it in a studio, but he's saying that he would like to see you express yourself in this way. Cause he feels it would give you great joy and it would help others. It would, it would give them joy as well could uh, you okay. understand that
2: take up music lessons yes. again i used to play the bass uh, bass guitar in this
1: <laughs> well let and, it evolve and enjoy yourself and you know what he says to me he told me because i got a bass, crazy crazy okay so a few months ago i got this really cool bass guitar to learn to play bass guitar and he <laughs> said, you know and you know what he told me he goes i'm a really good musician i could show you how i'm really good that's what he told me. Wow. And, cool and i yeah i know that's that's really cool but there's a guy kevin zadai uh zadai it's kind of an odd name but when he had an nde and when he was over there he could play music and jesus showed him how to play saxophone and so when he comes back when he came back he can play saxophone I, i'm isn't this a trip so oh, hey why cool. not why not i mean he's fun you know i mean he definitely Absolutely. would be a, a great jam partner, so let's see what he has to say for you, but he loves you so much, and okay, so let's do a little exercise first, okay, so what I want to do is I want to just really quickly just um, do a blessing, and prayer over you, and then I want, I'm going to ask him to have his love fill our essence, and I want you to fill him, okay, forget it's Tamara, I know it's strange, okay, just ignore me, uh, he does this with a lot of people, and he likes to. And, and he uses everybody to speak through, but in their own words. Mm-hmm. So um, let's let me get a glass of water and doing a lot of spiritual work. Water is so necessary. Mm-hmm. It's also It's also holy. So uh, another thing, I do is pray over your water and make it like holy water. Mm-hmm. So anything, whatever purifies it. Okay, so let's do that real quick, and then I'll go into it. Okay, here we go. Father God, or Father, Mother, God, however you prefer, creator of all things, I thank you for this time today. I thank you for Jen and for Carl. I ask that you bless them from the top of their head down to the bottom of their feet. And I ask that your your love and your purity surround them and that your mighty holy archangels draw close to them and that inspires them, and gives them the words that they need, and I ask that your son Yeshua be here, and to give a message, not only to Jen and Carl, but to bless them, be with them always, to let them know that they're loved, and they're supported here on earth, and in heaven, and I thank you for letting me be a vessel, and also for them being a vessel, and we're sending you our love, and many thanks, amen. And no, let's see, you just give me a second. Okay, just remember this, he's showing me, I don't know who it was, either one of you, but he's showing me this memory because he's having a laugh. It looks like a sock monkey or socks with a puppet thing so i don't know who did puppets in their childhood he's showing me that <laughs> i don't know who that's at. did you okay, call <laughs> <laughs> he's showing nice. me and he said he said this will be better than that i don't know he made some one of a funny laugh. so the question mm-hmm. carl you restated that and it was so passionate can you restate that again
2: yes what does uh what is jesus uh yeshua's advice um for humanity dealing with the craziness of the world to to gain some normality yet lift ourselves to to a higher level of enlightenment and understanding but we have to overcome this because it's it like like he said it's there's a fog let's how do we lift the fog how do we lift the fog of the craziness
1: the fog is an illusion most people the fog lives in their own mind and you know that I am the lighthouse but yet I want the light to live within you as well there's always been talks of rumors of war and and harsh words that have been said unfortunately this has always been the case but now there's so many that I've tried to herd them back it's my sheep I love them all but there's those that are defiant and they want their own way. And I have not given up on them, but there is a cruelty in many now. But this is for me to to minister to each person. And your, your mission is quite different. Yours is to be the love you were created to be, to shine bright, to be able to use all the skills that you've been given up until now, to be able to use your writing skills, your speaking skills, and most importantly, identifying with people through their hearts, because both of you are beautiful, empathic lovers of men. You care about others, and I see this, and it touches me, and therefore you have favor, and you always had it. Hmm. As far as this world, and I'll say this more than once, walk with me and let, let me shine the way for you. There are so many distractions in this world between cell phones, computer gaming, television episodes that are on. And most of them are anchored in worldly things. They don't really, they're not meant to inspire. But yours but yours and your show, it does. And I really appreciate it. And people are looking more to these things. They've kind of had it and they're put out with the things that they can see on their, their local telly. They've had it. And so they're looking to people like you. They're looking for leaders. And I ask you not to, to be or do anything except what's already within you and to remember why you're here and i'm with you always but i will show you i understand the frustration you feel carl because you're in a world that it's pretty much so many people are void of most spiritual principles but let's just say they're unaware of them and they need they need teachers they need examples but in a soft way in a way that you're their friend just like i'm yours People need to relearn and they need to understand how to be kind to one another. Things have gotten really off the the tracks, this train, but this is why you're here. And this is why you're here, Jen, as this world. I see things differently than you. I see a place that's full of peace and harmony and people laughing once more. I see greater connections. I see families seeing the importance once more of being together and breaking bread with each other in the same room. Because we've gotten so off track, and even though there may be another agenda at play, that's definitely not mine or my father's, it still works to the greater good. And my father condones and allows certain things because look at us, here we are now. And what a beautiful thing for people to connect. Trust that I know each of your lives, what's going on. Trust I work through you. There's nothing you need to do to have me as your best friend and your advocate for I loved you before you were. Don't worry about the wildliness of this world. I know some days it seems like it's the wild west out there, but put your attention on me, on my heart, my love, and my face, and when I look at you, I'm so proud. I'm proud of all of you. Don't stay focused on the things that don't serve you, and that's anything. Yes, you can still be kind and send people love, but don't let these things distract you off your, off your path and off what you know is right, and that all comes from following your heart. Things are working at a higher play than you even know. Yes, this is a spiritual reckoning if you want to say there are things going on, but no worries. This is something that has been allowed to take place so we can once more grow again. Just because a field full of flowers dies for one season doesn't mean they're not going to come back. And it doesn't mean that you can't also replant them someplace else. There's a new creation that's happening now. And it's one that's going to be of a higher vibration and one where people and my father and the order of things is set right and appreciated once more. Wouldn't this be so grand and so happy to see all of us loving each other just the way that I intended? Wouldn't that be spectacular? And you think, what would be the price of that? would it matter if that's what was achieved so let me handle the big things and you work on the things that you're best at and just know i always have your back and i love you you all have favor follow me look look to my words to my face and put trust in me and not man for i adore each of you i give you my love yeshua
2: Wow! Thank you. Wow, that
1: that was awesome.
0: Mm. Thank you so
1: much. Yeah, just give me a minute. I'm just kind of high right now. I'm just giving. Yeah, <laughs> just give me a minute. Me I'm kind of high. <laughs> wow. I'm kind of and high. The energy, the energy I felt from that
0: was just incredible. Like it was almost like it was almost like I was experiencing it um i mean i was but it was yeah it was crazy i had chills the whole time
2: you know so, jen i don't know if you felt this too but um what what yeshua just told you and i in the world mm. he just confirmed how i felt that we're on track uh yeah and 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 now i uh i still get judgment but you know egoic judgment but but now what I've been doing and studying and living, and now the judgment happens, but it just falls away, and yeah. I stay focused. And and when I do, um, before this podcast, I came on, I said, "Sam, just like you, I said, thank you for letting me be a vehicle for you to work through." You know, uh, and and so because it was it, confirmation for me.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and because we are—that's that's what we are. We are vehicles that that. Jesus is coming through to be able to get the message out all of us light workers out there that are that are trying to bring that light to the world and to lift that fog and like like he said it's it's an illusion it's it's something that doesn't have to when i when i visualize the world i don't visualize the world the way that it is uh or the way that we see it to be i visualize it just as he said with a lot of happiness and love and joy and, you know, all of this craziness, the families that are connected on a much deeper level, uh, like I said, those that are connected much deeper to the higher self. And I think that, you know, if we keep that in perspective and we have faith and we know that everything's going to work out in the end, then I think we're all on the right path. So thank you so much for doing that, Tamara.
1: You're welcome. I don't do that a lot, but I, he, he wants everybody to know that you can do it too. He yes. wants to talk to everybody. It's a, I mean, yeah, he's real, but it is his conscious as talking to all of us. I mean, if you love him, that's pretty much so. I mean, you don't even have to love him, but it helps to connect through the love, just like it does with people we care about. But he talks through you too all the time. He's so proud. So, and he's proud of everybody. Yeah, you know, we, you know, here's the thing. I refuse to have someone's st- some bully to steal my joy. Right. Yeah. And I have some bully to decide what kind of world that I'm going to have, where it's going to be controlled and blah, blah, blah. Some weird dystopia. I disagree with that. Mm. And I, I choose love. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. We don't have to go along with that. We can say, no, we're going to do this. And the thing is, if you have God, you have everything. But I thought what I do remember, I don't remember a lot of what he just said. Uh, it's strange, and I won't remember anything in just a few minutes. but, um I do remember you can remember look at that.
0: you can look at the podcast,
1: Tamara. I will look at the podcast. I'll look at <laughs> I feel like it look so weird when I do this. but Matt, um, I do forget, but I do think he said something about that they know things ahead of time. They're working on it. don't worry about yeah. it they got it covered. But the fact that it was important to let to it get to this, because some people are hard-headed. you know, yeah. it's going to take this, they go, Oh my God, I can't believe this is going on. And it's sad that it's taken some people this long to wake up, but, and people are still waking up, but this is exactly, if we know this is God's plan. Then, um, then, then it just feels right, you know, and you're exactly where you should be. And, and yeah. the judgment you were talking about, Carl, and I was just having this conversation, but I've had people that <laughs> that they'll, uh, they're getting more verbal now. And so like on my podcast, what they'll do is I'll, I'll you know, most people are awesome. Okay. But you're going to get, and someone warned me as you become you know, more known and, and, and all that, whatever. I don't care about that, but I'm just, you know, trying to put this platform out there that we have to create a soul community that you're going to have trolls come out. And so I have people that go, uh, that I can't believe you talk about, you know, Jesus and blah, blah, blah. Then I have other people go, how dare you, you can't be a Christian. If you're like this, I have people all the time to say really mean things. And, you know, and if they, if they are mean, but they have like, somewhat a point, I'll actually respond. But if there's just being nasty, I'm like, sorry, no trolls. Mm -hmm. We're not going to bring any, we're not going to bring any negative stuff for people watching. We're going to keep the love. We want it safe and all that. But um, you know, he's been helping me with that because I I could tell you a couple years ago, I'd be so upset crying about it. And now I'm like, wow, they must be really miserable to waste their time like this. (laughs) Yeah.
2: a Course in Miracles actually points out that people who are mean or seem to be attacking, they're actually calling out for love. They're actually yeah. calling out for love. And and as Gary Renard says, what do you do in that situation? Your response is love them. Love. Yep. Well, you he know, said, oh, he
1: always be kind. So mm-hmm. you can say, I'm sorry you feel that way. But I right. have had a couple that I really harassed some of my guests, harassment. And I said, if you have a question or legitimate you know you're welcome in love but if you're going to be rude this isn't a fit. you know I'm still nice yeah exactly it's all how you say it or to say um you know you're welcome if you come in love but otherwise this isn't this isn't cool
0: isn't the platform for you Yeah, yeah exactly
1: exactly yeah and so it's just you know it's just part of it but you're right I do think that some people reach out um in that way, uh, that won't help, or they'll ask things. And uh, even my husband's like, why are you responding to that? Because you know what, I think some people want to know things. I don't think they're being mean. I think they just really want to know. And uh, I always just, you know, all we can do is answer the best that we can to say, well, I understand it as this, I could be wrong, but this is how, we can only speak from an eye viewpoint. And so, yeah. uh, and, and if we all bring our our thoughts and our spiritual consciousness together, then, you know, we'll help better understand who we are in this world and Christ even more.
2: Yeah. Well, absolutely. I, I just have to say, we've been talking to the amazing uh, Tamara Calder Richardson, um, an evidential psychic medium. I love that term. Uh, it, it's been awesome. We've been talking for the last hour right here on your spiritual shift. Um, I know you work with people. You do consultations. How can people get a hold of you and connect with you?
1: Oh, that's very sweet. Thanks, Carl. Um, I think the best, I do life path readings and, um, you know, also medium, but then I connect, do the Akashic record. Jesus always likes to show up. Um, He does, and the readings, he does, and then other people's guides and angels. It's just where I like to go, but SouthernBellMedium.com. If they go to Southern Bell B E L L E Medium.com, and you can see readings. I read people all over the world with Zoom, and you know they get a copy of things that it's very you know personal and evidential to them. Um, and so, yeah, and they're deep lately too. So if you the Life Path wow. readings, Jesus coming through, telling all sorts of stuff to people. And they're and really unusual stuff, and they're like, yes, there's this big spiritual awakening going on with people, and he's like, yeah. I want to talk to them. I mean, like, not people that are like light workers normally, like us, but just like regular people, like nurses, doctors, teachers. They're like waking up, and it's beautiful.
2: Well, and you Excellent. mentioned this earlier. You're, you you uh, you are on, on YouTube. Um, you have a podcast. What's the name of your podcast?
1: Oh, thank you very much. Um, it's called Seeking Heaven: The Near Death Experience and Other Phenomena, and I call it for short the Seeking Heaven Channel. And I have near death experiences, spiritually transformed experiencers. I have uh, people uh, that have had UFO experiences. I've had uh, people talk about time travel mysteries, just to talk about the mysteries of this world and the other world, including dimensions. But I think it'd be great for y'all to be on my show sometime. I think we'd have fun. What do you think?
0: That would be cool. That would be cool. No, totally up for it. I think we it. would
1: have a good time. So, you know, be thinking about what you want to say um, and, you know, what you would like to bring, you know, to the table because you both have, you know, spiritual spiritual backgrounds. And of course, Jen, you have your NDE, but think about it and then let me know. We'll mm-hmm. do something fun. I'll Absolutely.
2: Well, hey, thank you, everybody. Okay, Thank,
1: thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank so. you so, so much for being here, Tamara. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Both. Next and time. Namaste and much love to both of you. I think you're both amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you, Thank you so much for that, Tamara. Okay. Bye. Thank you. Bye bye.